Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the state of California. Hey, good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the State of California, along with Patty Rising and Brett Burkhardt. California campaign is heading into the home stretch, and voters are making up their minds on a long slate of state ballot measures. One of those is Proposition 28, which would require the state to spend an additional 1% every year on arts education in the public schools. Yeah, we've been breaking down the various initiatives on the ballot over the last couple of weeks. Today, we're going to focus on Prop 28, which has flown under the radar a little bit. It's not especially controversial. There's not a big bucks campaign for or against it. In fact, there's no organized opposition to it at all, as far as I can find. And no one even submitted a ballot argument against it for the election guide. Uh, but what is it and why do we need it and how would it work? Well, for more, we're joined live on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Lori Murray, founder and executive director of the Bay Area Music Project, which runs after school music programs programs in local schools and which is among the many organizations supporting Prop 28. Thank you so much for being with us. Good to speak with you. And, you know, as a parent and the music chair of the PTA at my kid's school, I'm painfully aware of the shortcomings in music and arts education funding in California schools. How rare is it for schools to even have music and art these days? Yeah, that's a great question. It's pretty rare these days. Um, You know, as um, budgets get tight, the first things that get cut um, tend to be arts and music education. And so um, a lot of times what ends up happening are PTAs uh, around California um, try to come up with money to, um, to support um, arts and uh, arts education um, where, and that puts a, you know, a burden on the PTAs, puts a burden on families and not all PTAs can, um, can support um, additional funding like for, for arts education Um and so, and simply, you know, it's one of the reasons why Bay Area Music Project exists is to make sure that children do have access. Um, and other organizations are really trying to fill those gaps where, um, you know, and it's uneven. And so what we're hoping to do through Prop 28 is really um, make sure that every school um, has, has the funding they need to start replacing and, and returning of, of really essential arts education. When we were kids, clearly we took music and art uh, at school for granted. So take us back to the history of this. What happened to it? When did it all start scaling back? Well, I I wasn't raised in California, so I can't really speak directly to California. But um, I, you know, I know of somewhere in the 80s, uh, the funding for arts and music education started to decline um, and really um, all, all of it public education um but yeah i had i had access to really amazing um arts programs as a kid and um, music choir um fine arts and that really just started to um slowly disappear as funding for general education um kind of started to 
get redirected elsewhere or just never really staying with the times um, and the cost of living and things like that. And so then what ends up happening is um, when the programs aren't there, it just becomes kids don't know that it's there um, and they don't know how to ask for it uh, in the next generation. And so it's really um, always one of the first things to be cut. And uh, when it's gone, it's really hard to bring back. And so one of the reasons I'm so excited for this too, again, is like we're starting to really put an emphasis on, um, on arts and music education and get it back into the schools. So how would Prop 28 fix this? Well, it's almost a million dollar, a billion dollars annually um, coming from a general fund um, that's going to um, every school district so that it's going to start getting right into um, into the classrooms. Um, and so what the great thing is it's, it doesn't raise taxes and it's coming from a general fund and it's getting allocated to um, every public school in the state um, based on their enrollment. And so, you know, it's going to mean the teachers are going to be hired. You know, you we're going to get, um, you know, more supplies in the classrooms. Um, and so it's just really um, an opportunity to, to, to equalize, you know, get um, every school that can like, especially low in, lower income communities. Um, it's going to be able to get programs that are funded um, and won't be diverted to anywhere else. Why is it so important that kids learn music and art and dance and theater and other creative arts and not just reading, writing, arithmetic? Well, I mean, all the stu studies are out there is that the arts really enhance those other areas of reading and math. And so what, what it does for kids um, is that it gives them the power to, um, to bring what they know, their knowledge, already to the forefront and it, in, in those other areas. So the arts support their learning in other in other areas, but what it does now more than ever is give them a voice to actually discuss, you know, what's going on in their world um, more articulately sometimes. Um, and so when they have that opportunity and art and music gives them um, the self-confidence into, into speaking their, you know, what interests them and how they understand material, they have more confidence going back into their, uh, to the other classes um, and to take risks. Art is all about taking risks. Music is about taking risks and really exploring. And so when you have that opportunity to do that um, and you empower a child to do that, they're going to go into math and reading and uh, science with a little bit more confidence and to try things. Um, and so it, there, all the science is out there on the other elements about how it re you know, raises reading scores and things like that. I can only say um, from what we see on the ground is kids that come in more confidently to um, through music and they take that back into their classroom and they, you know, sit up a little taller and they raise their hand a little bit more often. So that to me is why it's, it's, it needs to be as equal to the other subjects. Well, it's a good sign for you that nobody has come out against the ballot measure, but why do you, why do you think that is? Um, you know, I think everybody has a little bit of a creative spirit inside of them. And so um, I think it's somebody, something that's, um, you know, art in itself can be controversial and can be thought provoking, but everybody some, from some part in their life has have done a drawing, have expressed themselves through art or music. And I, I don't think they're, you know, I, I mean, I don't speak for everybody, but it, it, it certainly um, 
I don't think it's one of those things that people want to do without. Uh, and they certainly can understand with, if they have kids, um, how much art means to them and how much you can think back about the days that you brought home a drawing to your parent and shared it with something or shared music with somebody. And so, you know, art makes you feel good. And the creative process is all about, you know, um, how, how you explore and how you, you know, expand your mind. And, and that's, that's through art. So I, I'm glad that there hasn't been any opposition. So thank you, everybody, <laughs> for that. All right. Well, thank you so much, Lori Murray, founder and executive director of the Bay Area Music Project. It runs music programs in the schools. And maybe, uh, you know, you'll be put out of business if, if Prop 28 passes. We'll see. But speaking on behalf of Prop 28, which would generate an, an extra billion dollars a year, 1% of the budget um, for arts education in schools if California voters approve it in November. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app. And wherever you get your podcast, we've got a new national politics podcast, The Homestretch, launching tomorrow. Look for that also on the Odyssey app. You can find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 